0: ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. Ha <laughs> ha. Well said. Hi, my friends. It's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. much or as fucking good. Social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here. And welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the youtube live sesh i opened it up to questions on dating relationships social dynamics anything in the world of human interaction so you guys can join those live sessions over on youtube basically every friday at 10 a.m australian central standard time for the time being anyway now if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every friday you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter the bowl sip Where every week i send out a free article on fridays that's actually taken me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist, or the Ui-Tang 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com, slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on Friday just check your promotions folder in Gmail or your spam folder in Outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing So if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to bulldozer.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your sensed energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at balldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well, then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at balldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails. Within 24 to 48 hours afterwards, I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. It's just, it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh, information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching the bowl inside is probably the best way to go which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency based on volume but basically, what Bowl Inside members get over once-off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number, and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends. Based on anything they need feedback on a situation they're dealing with, this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation? Want to send me that audio? I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings which basically means you get fast tracked. that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50 50 about it well you get that session you get your session times prioritized above everyone else and especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones it proves to be quite beneficial so if you are interested in diving into the bowl inside packages then you can just hit me up at bulldozer.com in the product section you find all the links there and actually the links to everything i've just spoken about guided meditation ebook all that bulldozer.com just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on boldojo.com, in the Boldojo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and all that will in the future. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into Social Q&A Live. yosha <laughs> Omoshere. Josh and our Q&A Live episode, Sanju Gobine. Episode 35, we got Justin H already up in here saying, let's get it with the flex. Hope you're doing well, Justin. Also, Justin, since you're the first one in here, could you please let me know if the video and if the audio is crisp? Please let me know because I have literally just rocked up. I've had some shit going down, but today, my friends... We've got some deep context. We've got a story. It are talking about how to read a woman's mixed signals. The MILF edition? The MILF edition? Yes, sir. This is based on a very deep email. Some A lot of back and forth with a much older gentleman. I'm not sure if I should be revealing his exact age, but let's say he's north of 30, and he's dealing with a situation with a girl, woman he met pre-COVID, and it was a cold approach, actually. And now it wasn't too hot on her, wasn't too hot on her. But through some texting during the COVID situation, started to realize, actually, I might want to get myself a bit of a slice here. And they're starting to get a slice of each other. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, she's married. Didn't know this beforehand. So mixed signals about she's married, but she wants me, she wants a slice, she wants some Bavarian, I don't know. How do we read these mixed signals? Three parts to it, three parts. But before we do, before we do, let me let me address some of you guys in the chat. And let me say this, today's a very special day. I'm too excited, but I'm just, uh, I'll give you guys some more context as to why I'm like, a little bit rushed coming in here. I uh, literally just got this shit going. Uh, I've been on the, I've been on the phone with some people, let's <laughs> just say that. So let me say hi to some of you guys up in this chat. We are, uh, t- oh, hold on, my screen is way too dark. I know I'm Asian, but hang on, <laughs> my eyes are not the best. Uh, let me let me zoom in here. Here we go. Fuck. All right, so here we go. We've got a few people up in this chat. Ah, Mister Ski. Ski comes in saying, "How's it going, mate? You?" Yep. <laughs> it's going well, Ski. <laughs> it's going well. Uh, you know, it's very interesting with this. How's it going, mate? Yep. I've actually been saying that just in my everyday life now. I was. Uh, I. I was just going. I was on my morning walk this morning and. I walk past the guy and he's like, how's it going? And I'm like, how's it going, mate? Yep. I'm like, wait, wait what? Did I just answer the question for him?" That's how much skis, how's it going, mate? Yep, That's infiltrated my mind. All right, Justin, H, uh, Justin H coming in with that. Audio and video is crisp on your end. Thank you, Justin. Um, uh, make sure we're recording this session as well. I often forget that. Yeah, we're recording. That's good. I'll settle down here. J Prime. Jay Prime, yo! Yeah, what's good, Adam? Much love from the twins. Are you both watching on the same account? Are you both in the same room right now? Are you in Mr. Peppinon, Mr. Peppinon? are you both up in here? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's your brother's username, Peppinon, Uh Anyways, he comes in saying, uh, oh, what is with this YouTube? He says, ha-ha, major capitals and ha-has, exactly what I say to my customers at work. Oh shit. It's it infiltrates the mind. And all of a sudden you'll just be walking around and you'll be going, How's it going, mate? Yep. And you just answer the question for them. Okay, anyways, let's move back. Let's get let's get it. It's good to have you guys here. Also, oh Jaden Jaden Peppernon. I thought it was Jay Pepper. You guys both had names called Jay. Uh Jay Prime's uh brothers up in here as well. A couple of Kyodai, a couple of brothers up in this chat. So uh here's why I want to kick things off, my friends with this session, we're going to separate it because we've got some rich, rich context from, like I said, that guy before, we're going to call him him T, Uh, no names mentioned, we'll call him T, and he's from the States, I'll just say he's somewhere in the United States. Got a very deep story there, but I actually don't want to start with story time to begin with and the deep context to begin with. I want to hit you guys just with, I just want to address the question straight up. Because that will give us framework as to where this podcast goes. By the way, shout out to uh, a cheeky girl, Lena. If you're watching this, Lena, I think you're, I have absolutely no idea which country you're from. But you've been commenting on pretty much every social, the last like three social Q&As. And uh, just saying how much you enjoy these podcasts. So I just wanted to give you a shout out because it's very rare that I get a female follower that's so uh, commenting engaged. Even if you're not here in the live session. So I just want to give her a shout out. Uh, Okay, with that being said, I want to address the question straight up. How to read a woman's mixed signals. That'll give us framework, then we'll go into the story. So, how do we read a woman's mixed signals? Number one, we need to separate the logicality from the emotions. When you separate the logic from the emotions, aka, we look at what she's saying, but more importantly, we look at why she's saying it and the emotional intent behind it, because it's very common. That a, not all the time, of course, there's nuance, we'll get into the nuance, but a lot of the times when we get into a sexual space of a woman, she doesn't want to have to lay out everything for you and give you a written permission slip. You know, as much as hard leftist society, socialist, ultra feminist society would say that you need a permission slip to have a, uh, to have a sexual connection with a woman. It's, it's so far off. It's so Not only is it wrong, just based on the natural connection that would happen between human beings, that if you were to stop, stop the flow of sexual energy with a woman and say, but hang on, I need you to write this out. I need you to tell me that this is okay. I need you to give, spell it out for me, spell it out for me that I can lead you as the masculine being into a deeper sexual space. It would ruin it. It completely ruins it. So so of course there's there's nuances though, and we'll get into the nuances. But separating and understanding when a woman says, "You know, it's getting a little bit late. It's getting a little bit late." Actually, actually, you know, I should probably should probably start going home. Story start b- wrapping up. And as the male logical mind, separating from that and going, "Well, hang on a second. How's she saying it? How is she saying it? What is the underlying subcommunicated behaviour behind these words? Is it oh?" actually, you know what? I got to get going. And she's saying it so abruptly and so blunt because she really isn't feeling the vibe. And she's just saying it to be nice. She doesn't want to say to you, hey, listen, I'm not enjoying this. I've got to peace out. But instead of saying that, she's saying, well, anyways, nah, 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 I'm going to go, you know. Is it that way or is it lingering? Is it lingering with the voice? Is it lingering with the eyes? Right? Is her body very loose with it? Is she communicating all these subcommunicated things, these signals that tell you that... It's getting a little bit late. We've got to wrap up here. Say so you're at the coffee shop. Say so it's late night coffee. After that, um, after that, whatever the hell you guys were doing now, maybe you doing dancing. You were fucking checking out a night market and you found yourself at a dessert house and all of a sudden it's 9 p.m., 9.30. And she's like, well, you know, I should probably start going home. And you can just see the way that I say it is different. And that gives you, that's separating the signal of logicality from emotionality. Which is that she doesn't want a woman should not have to and does not want to have to end that sentence. A woman, it's not her role, it's not her job to say, "Listen, it's getting a little bit late, going. She probably start going home. So could you please take me home with you?" She's not. That last part of the sentence is not required from her, and nor should it be. it's, that's my problem with the hardcore leftist society, ultra-politically correct. They want you. They want that end of the sentence. But it's that end of the sentence that ruins the sexual connection. That's the dance between the two. Is this masculine being savvy enough, socially savvy enough, to read what I'm logically saying, but understand what I emotionally mean? And this requires social savviness, social awareness. Understanding when a woman looks at you in the eyes and she lingers with the voice what she's really saying, right. and of course, there's nuances that dive deeper beyond that, but i would will just say this. I feel like you know I feel like I, I shouldn't have to say this, but just the way that society's going nowadays, someone might come into this piece of content, and if I don't say what I'm about to say, they would just throw it against me, which is that there are definitely times where a woman means exactly what she says logically and her emotions align up exactly with that particularly when it comes to safety I'm not saying that when a woman says hey don't touch me that there's some kind of subcommunicated emotion that means the opposite of that no if a woman if a woman's emotions are lining up with her logicality you need to, you, you got to read that of course but see that that's that seems like common sense right this is like common sense, but I know that rape culture is a thing. I know that uh, women's safety is a big thing, and I get that. I totally get all that, and I'm not saying not to listen to a woman, and I'm just setting this podcast up with this. You know, three years ago, I wouldn't have even had to have this conversation. This is just like common sense, but just the way that society is going nowadays, I'm not saying don't listen to a woman when she's telling you to back up, when she's being very serious about it when it comes to sexual, especially more physically intimate in that way. I'm not saying don't listen to her. In fact, it's the opposite. I'm telling you to listen so intently that you can actually separate her logical words, aka, you know, it's been real good, but, you know, maybe maybe it's getting a bit late. And there's a pause there, there's a linger there and separate that logicality from the emotions of which you actually look at her energy. You look at her attraction towards you. You look at you look at the sexual tension that's been happening between you throughout the entire night, the context leading up to it. So, to so put that there, that's part one of reading a woman's mixed signals, which is understand that a woman's mixed signals are necessary. They're both a test for you and for her. It's a test to see, number one, are you able to read social cues? Are you able to understand what's actually going on within, within her? And then to be calm enough in that moment to go, ah, you know, I fucked this up so many times. I've heard this out so many times. I remember the, the, the most egregious mistake I made in this mistake, this area, was uh, a day two at night. We're having green tea on the State Library down in Melbourne. We had this great adventure trying to go in and out of restaurants, trying to borrow their teacups, trying to get us a bloody cup of tea because it's really hard to get green tea at night. We end up, I uh, finally, Papa Rich... Uh, Papa Rich in uh, QV in Melbourne, they will give you takeaway green tea at night. We finally get a green tea. I was offering people my driver's license as like a deposit just to give me a fucking cup of green tea. <laughs> and so, anyways, they did, they did, uh, they just asked for $4.50. So I got my $4.50 green tea. It's a bit expensive. But, anyways, we, we head to the state library. It's night time, It's a nice summer's night. We're sitting down there. It's relatively isolated because it's at night. It's like 9 p.m. or so. And we're sitting there on the grass and you know, I'm feeling that heartbeat. Feeling that heartbeat, I'm attracted to this girl. And so I'm just like, hey, you need to close your eyes. She closed her eyes. I go in, make out of her. It's beautiful. A lot of electricity, a lot of sexual tension. And of course we we one punch man that shit. We pull back for a second. We don't let it we don't go the full nine yards if we're not gonna go we don't overcook it. And so at that point we kind of chill a little bit more. We listen to each other's music. Something I like to do is if I got a pair of earphones on me at the time. I'm like, what's your latest, what's the last song you just listened to, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, that's actually a really good connecting moment on a day two. If you just happen to have earphones on you, I wouldn't plan it. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be going out on day twos on purposely bringing my earphones so that I could have her listen to my music and I would listen to her music. No, it's something that we would just organically just pops up. And I often just have earphones on me. Anyways, we're sitting there at night and she gives me that, well, it's you know, getting a little bit late. I've got my... What did she have? She had an exam the next day. Uh, for, I think it was for dentistry. I think it was for dentistry. Like, I can't remember exactly, but she had an exam the next day. And she's like, "Ah, oh, you know, I've got to get back. You know, I've got to prepare for my exam. And, and so I said to her, well, well, I guess because you say it's so late, I'll walk you back to your place then. And looking back, I didn't pick it up in the moment, but looking back, there was this weird pause, it was as in like this weird. The energy shifted, as if I had completely misread what she had meant by, "Well, it's getting a bit late, and I'm gonna get ready for my exam, Adam." Right, and i I completely misread that, and I did the I did the complete opposite of what she wanted. I right? I read the logicality, and I assumed that her emotions also lined up with her logicality, and so I did. I just responded to the logicality. I said, "All right, well, I'll walk you home." I'll walk you home. And there was just this weird shift in energy and she kind of looked at me a little bit dumbfounded. Like, really? You're not getting this? You're not getting the fact that I'm saying that there's another half to that sentence, which I'm not going to say, Adam. You need to read it. Which is, hey, it's getting a bit late. Go prepare for my exam. So are we going back to your place or not? Are you going to take me somewhere new or not? It wasn't, like, looking back, it wasn't from her, all right, listen, it's getting really late. Ah, it's been great, you know, great time seeing you, Adam. I'll, I'll see you later. You know, see you later. Or, you know, i to go back to my exam. We'll do this another time. Even if it wasn't, like, because we were having a bad time, but she really did have to go back for her exam or she wasn't comfortable with progressing towards sex that night. Whatever. Whatever reason, she was to peace out. But it wasn't abrupt. It wasn't short. It wasn't sharp. It was lingering. It was ling- But Adam, at that time, wasn't able to separate... And read the mixed signal. Because when guys think, when you think about mixed signal, what is a mixed signal? A mixed signal is just very that, that a woman has two signals to send you what is verbally and logically coming out of her mouth, and what is emotionally being emitted through her body and through her sexual energy. Those are the two signals. And whether a woman consciously does this, yeah, I'm sure there's a woman that does. I'm sure there's a woman that does. Not standard though. It's not standard. It is just an unconscious thing that she will mix those signals because that's really the dance. It's really the dance, and it's something that's not really consciously being controlled. And if you do find a woman that's consciously controlling that, it's a little bit strange. Anyways, so, and by the way, guys, we are. I'm just going to take a pause here for you. I haven't even advertised and promoted the fact that today's the release day of our the guided meditation. I've just gone straight into this content because that's how much I love this shit. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. And I want to address some of you guys in the chat as well uh, because we're doing a class. I'm turning these social Q&As into, into classes now. Uh, but the class section will come like when I want to ask you guys questions, get you guys uh, deeply involved in this is when I get into the actual context, the actual story of this Shit, we've gone so deep. I haven't given you guys any of the like the normal like, hey, you drop your questions in below if you're new to social Q and ah, we'll get to it. We'll fucking get. This it. is just the flow. So, so I'm so that wrapping up that story with that girl because we got into a story. That's why we got so sidelined. I didn't read it. I didn't read it, and I disappointed her. I walked her back. I walked her back to her place. It was a decent walk up into Cardin, up into Cardin somewhere. It's like a 25 minute walk or something. But you know what was interesting? Is that she didn't want me to. She didn't want me to. She's like, when I said to her, when well, she gave me that, hey, you know, get a little bit of leg, go prepare for my exam. And there's that pause, there's that bite of the lip, and there's that linger, which means, so lead it deeper, take me somewhere deeper. I'm in on this right here. When I didn't honor that and that 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 trusting of her and do you want to take her deeper and I just said that, well, I'll walk you back to your place. She's like, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. And then as I was like, what? I'm not gonna let a girl walk through the streets of Melbourne at, you know, 9, 10 p.m. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, you know, of course I'm gonna walk you back, you know, white night Adam, chivalry Adam, just being as chivalrous as I can. And so I did the right thing there, but I did the wrong thing. Do you see what I'm saying? I did the right thing by I did the wrong thing by doing the right thing. Yes, the right thing chivalry-wise was to walk her back to her place. But that's not what she was saying to me. What she was saying to me was that, take me back to your place. Or let's go somewhere deeper then. Or instigate something more. And so the energy completely shifted after that. And I never saw her again. I never saw her again. She flaked after that. And that was a big lesson for me. Never made that mistake again. I was actually able to get a lesson on that the next week. Uh, with a different girl, and I completely, we went through a very similar situation. I tried to replicate the date again to because I realized this is the other thing, guys. I finished the story here. I thought I had done the right thing the entire night. It wasn't until the next morning that I woke up and realized, hang on, hang on, is that why the energy went weird? Was it because she actually wait? No, I was like, oh no, I was like, she actually wanted me to progress it. So, anyways. Uh, I was able to, uh, the next week, actually, I remember I completely corrected that mistake by just doing the opposite. I remember it was another late night day. We didn't get tea from Papa Ridge, but we got we got a drink somewhere down by the arbory. I think. And I remember it was that same thing. You know, it's getting a little bit late and she's starting to indicate to me that, you know, things are getting a little bit late, right? And then, but instead of me saying, oh, well, this is where it ends. I said to her, yeah, it's getting a little bit late hey, do you want to come back and uh, maybe we'll chill with a movie or something? Maybe, you know, chill the shit a little bit. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay. Okay, that was that mixing of signal. That logically and the emotions, i got to read this. Got to learn to read this. So let's park that there. That's part one. Just with the mixed signal, realize that logicality and emotions don't always line up. A lot of the time, sexually shouldn't line up. There is a bit of a dance that's going to happen there. It's on you to read that. So... Let me pause it up in here because there's so many things I've missed. But I do just want to say that uh, for those of you that are up in this live chat right now, thank you for being here. I know I skipped this at the beginning. Social Q&A. If you're new to social Q&As, just drop your questions in the chat box uh, down on YouTube here. However, what I will say is that super chats come first. And I do see there is one super chat here uh, from T. Super chat from T. Australian $5. Just saying, yo, Adam, cheers for the fire potters recently. No worries, T. Thank you very much. And what I was trying to say there is that if you do have a question uh, that you want bumped to the top when we do get to social Q&A, you can donate through the social Q&A super chat, which T has done. So T, if you do have a question that you want me to address specifically, you can just drop a question down below and that will get bumped to the top. It just goes to supporting the channel and I really appreciate it. So... Anyway, if you guys are up in this chat, just drop a thumbs up, support what's going on here. Say hi in the uh, comment box. We will be doing, like I said before, a more class-like format when I get to this guy's deeper email. This is going to be a real session today. And uh, Before I just address some more of you guys in the chat, I, I should have mentioned this right at the beginning, but this is how non-salesy I am. <laughs> it's just not within me. Content should come first. Today is the official release day of my guided meditation Eternal energy. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. Okay, this is something I've been working on for the last two months. It's an album of five tracks focused on cultivating your centered energy, revealing your darkness, creating your light, unlocking your sexual flow, and then returning you back to the whole, back to the one energy. An hour and 15 minutes. I've got to say this right now. For those of you, I've been teasing it. I've been promoting it for the last three weeks probably. If you are signed up to my free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip, which you can do so at bowldoja.com, I'm giving away the fourth track for free. Sexual Energy. I had a bit of a tear the other night while I was listening to it. Is that emotional? And so if you're signed up at 3.20 p.m. today, Australian Central Standard Time, that is when the album will be dropped and that's when The Bowl Sip gets sent out and that's when you will receive a link and a password to download that track for free. That is my gift to those of you who have been supporting uh, what's been going on here. So, and that's only going to be available for 24 hours, by the way, that shuts down after 24 hours. So you better get on. And then also there's going to be a second gift, which I'm still not telling you guys, you got to open up that email. There's a second gift, uh, that will be there for more of my deep, deeper riders, deeper divers. So all in the bowl sip, which is just a free weekly on my newsletter, bulldozer.com, sign it up. And yeah, that album's dropping, uh, three twenty 20 PM. So, Hope you guys enjoy. And I'll be looking for your reviews. I'll be looking for your feedback. You can send all that to uh, in at Baldrige.com, contact forms. It's all going to be there. I'd love to hear your feedback once you've dived in. So now that that's said, that that context out of the way. I'm going to say hi to some of you in the chat and we'll get it. Okay. So, Jay Prime said, we in the same room, lol. That was what I asked him, if him and his brother were watching at the same time. Yeah, Jaden says, yo, good to have you Jaden, Mr. Peppernon. <laughs> I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but I like it. Uh, PT comes up in here saying, hey, Adam, and hello all. Good to have you, PT. Thank you. Who's this? Um, Alba comes in saying, she may not want a permission slip, but she does want the option to say that one is required. The meaning behind what a woman says varies from day to day. Women and logic do not belong in the same sentence. I agree and disagree with half of what you're saying. When he says she may not want a permission slip, but she does want the option to say that one is required, it's like that's a non-consequential statement. I agree, but so what? To what I was saying, it's like, yes, Of course, that a woman should have the right to say no. I think that's maybe that's what you're trying to say. That has a more consequence to it. But it's like the woman doesn't want a man, doesn't want a man to have to be told this is what you must do. Lead him through every single because that's not his role. That's not her role. Her role is not to lead. The feminine energy is not to lead, and it's actually just kills the sexual polarity. When a man is not leading. AKA, that's why the entire phrase, entire term of Mr. Nice Guys even exists. Because Mr. Nice Guys will not lead. And that's why they kill the sexual connection with a woman. So I do agree with you in that, yes, uh, she does want the option to say that one is required, but a woman does not want a permission slip. This I've never met a woman in... in of, of all the interactions that have been through over the last 10 years, never seen a woman, never talked to a woman, never had a girlfriend, never been of a girl that said, yes, Adam, I need, you. I need you to ask me at every stage, is this okay? It's just not how human beings work. The uh, socialist hardcore left would say that's how human beings work. It's not. Ask anyone who goes out and meets people. It's not. Ask any girl that has uh, an attractive uh, male partner that's seeing regular people, new people. Uh, who's sexually connected in that way it's not <laughs> it's not now of course the nuance back is for those that take it too far and won't listen to a woman in the moment and then borderline on rape borderline on sexual assault yeah of course not that either but yeah so anyways we've addressed this already but i'm not going to address that again in this in this conversation because we've already done it i got a little uh, i shouldn't have addressed it then actually because that's not to the point of this conversation. Uh, Alpha King Domex comes in saying, "What's up, everybody? Good to have you, here, mate." And uh, Albert says, "A mixed signal is simply plausible deniability." Yeah, that's a part of it. It's a part of it. There's a lot more to it. PT comes in saying, "Do you think that? <clears throat> Do you think that dental exam girl would have resisted you pulling her somewhere else, even though she was lingering?" Uh, okay, so normally I'm not actually in Q and A right now. We'll get to that, but because that's based on a story that I was literally just talking on, I'll just come to that quick. Which is, do you think that uh, dental exam girl would have resisted you pulling her somewhere else? Uh, well, the idea of resistance doesn't really exist when you're reading the girl in front of you, PT. I don't perceive it that way. I just read the girl in front of me. If she's not ready, she's not ready. But, uh, but no. But the thing is that, listen, you can never really say. Looking back in retrospect factors change factors, but the fact that she was lingering, I've learned this, when a girl is lingering, right, keep leading, when a girl is lingering, keep leading, she would not be lingering in that sexual feminine way, if she didn't want you to lead, she would give you the complete opposite, she'd peace out, and she's gone, so, and girls are quite, females in general, quite adamant about that, when they're not feeling it, you know, they're very abrupt, very short uh, about it, so, here we go, uh, and also Jay Prime saying, where can we find the guided meditation? I'm hyped for it. Jay, just on boldojo.com. it will be dropped at 3.20pm Australian Central Standard Time, which is about five hours from now. But as long as you're signed up to the bowl sip, you'll get all those details as well. And also, don't don't buy the album until you've read the bowl sip. There's a reason for that. I'm not telling you why, but there's a reason for it. So just check the email first. Okay, let's get back on it. Let's get back on it. We're getting distracted get distracted. Okay, so that was part one. We're talking about learning to read the mixed signal. So now that we understand why the signal gets mixed, we understand what the signals are, what are we going to do about it? What are we are going to do about it? That's the way I think about it. We want to clear the noise and reset the channel. What does this mean? Clear the noise. It's very hard to isolate what the signal is aka what the the woman really wants from you what she wants from this interaction what you two want together not just from her end but from your end as well that's actually really important when there's a lot of noise it's very hard to get a clear signal even when it's mixed even when it's even when a woman's trying to be as straightforward as she can be but if there's a lot of noise involved and so what is noise noise exists both externally and internally noise can be the environment around you If you guys are in a very loud bar, like very literally in a loud bar and there's a lot of energy around you, not even just like the music itself, but the people around you, it's much harder to read what a woman wants, where she's at sexually, where she's at based on the level of sexual trust, based on your pacing together. It's very hard to read these things when there's so much other input. There's so much other signal noise coming in around you, white noise around you. And so we want to reduce that. We want to clear that. This is why the idea of isol- isolation exists. Isolation to me is not because you're trying to be this uh, weird, creepy predator that's trying to isolate its prey You know, as the absolute misguided and uh, the, the people that are trying to just throw shade at guys that are trying to improve themselves in the dating realm in general. No, isolation is so that you two can understand each other better. That's why you move and deepen the bubble together into a more isolated spot where there's not so much other interruption so that you could, so that a man could read if a woman is uncomfortable or is she comfortable. And this is my whole entire system, guys. When we look at physical and sexual escalation with women, it's simply this. Comfortable or uncomfortable? Is she comfortable or she uncomfortable? If she's comfortable, progress. If she's uncomfortable, back it up. If, if you're reading that signal, and it's very hard to read that signal when there's so much other noise. So that's why, if you're at a loud bar, that we want to clear the noise, move into a situation in which that weather we are. And I said before, that dentist girl, just on a quiet, quiet, grassy bank, grassy bank where we're up on the state library, and it's just her and I. And so I can really start to get to know her, really start to connect with her, really start to feel who she is and vice versa. This right here is reducing that noise because it's very hard to read where she's at sexually if you just got a lot of that input. Now, that's in a night date example, but it also goes the same for uh, indirect situations. And when I say indirect situations, situations that weren't born from a direct cold approach. And that's actually part of the story that we're going to get into today with, uh, with my man here. Uh, if, let's say, for example, you've been seeing this girl at the gym. And you guys have been locking eyes a lot, noticing each other, noticing each other. And you feel there's a little bit of connection there. But the gym, the very nature of being at the gym and how there's so much other energy going around, that's a lot of noise. It's very hard to read between you and this woman. Is she actually really into me? And from a woman's perspective, is she actually really into me? Or is we just kind of, you know, we're just nice people and we're just acknowledging that we're nice people. Is it that? Or are we actually going, we feel like actually, we should actually, we should actually get this shit going. In the gym, in a place like the gym or in a library or in a high school for my younger people, there's so much noise when you've got other people around you, when you've got the reception desk, when you've got other gym members that are interrupting your conversations, when you've got your actual purpose of what you're supposed to be doing there, lifting the weights or studying the books or whatever the hell you're doing. That's all noise and it all interrupts the signals that are being sent. So, we want to clear that noise. How do we do so? By resetting the channel. How do we reset the channel? Actually, let me throw this at you. Let me, uh, actually, no, I'll, I'll pause that because I'll pause. That. I want to give this content as directly as I can. And then I'll give you guys questions. I'll give you guys question time. We'll make it more of a class when we get on. We could though, but I hope you guys are thinking about it. How do we reset the channel? I'll get you to think about it. How do you reset the channel? If the station you were operating on with this woman was 91.9, aka we're at this gym and there's a lot of people, well, resetting the channel is very simply, let's eliminate all these people. Let's get to a channel, let's get to a space. The channel, aka, is the environment. The channel is the space in which you two are communicating with each other. So by resetting that to a frequency in which that there's no other noise, oh, how about a cheeky coffee and tea in the gardens? How about a quick walk on the beach? How about somewhere where we can get and it's just us two? Right? The faster you can reset the channel of a woman when you're in a situation that a direct cold approach was not savvy. Uh, maybe you guys are on the bus, you guys are on the train, you guys are in the library, she was with her friends, uh, a lot of friends at the coffee shop, etc. You know, just a highly on the plane, highly pressurized, pressurized situation in which that a direct, uh, super direct approach would not be the socially savviest for my uninitiated, making sure that the energy is always direct, even if you have to be verbally indirect, which is few and far between. But uh, I've had a few guys get messed up on that. Guys get confused by that a lot because it is more of a nuanced point for sure. So let's reset the channel. Let's get to the time where... Yeah, I had to do this all the time when I was a personal trainer, specifically at the gym, but... Actually, even even moving on beyond just being a personal trainer at the gym, maybe those examples are a little too loaded because I work there. Let's just move it just years beyond when I am training at the gym, and there is a girl that I like at the gym, and we're we're calling you know in between sets, we'll have a word with each other, or you know after our workouts, we will have a word with each other. But I never seem to get that space. We never seem to get beyond anything real, anything shallow. We never get to the deep level of where I feel like. I've actually got to read a strong, strong signal that yes, she is actually interested in me and I'm actually interested in her. It's very hard to do that when it's always these shallow level conversations. So I want to reset the channel for as fast as I possibly can, which means moving out of this environment as par- as fast as I possibly can. And that's very simply. You know, All you have to do, that's when you can switch to direct. That's when you can switch to direct, which is once you've, born this relationship through you know a few little passing moments in the gym and a few a few little passing moments in the library or whatever and then now it's all of a sudden you can switch this and actually this is going to be great for this email that we get into which is you just come right up and you go listen i feel like uh you and i we need to get to know each other better very simply we need to get to know each other better how do you feel about that coffee in the garden Let's go on an adventure in, the, in Botanics. Let's head Botanics. Let's go for a quick chicken walk in the mall. Let's go for, a. if it's summer, let's, go, let's meet up at the beach sometime, you know? And she goes, like, yeah. If it's on, if it's on, yeah, of course. Because none of us, it's, small talk sucks. Small talk sucks and keeping things at a show level sucks, especially when you guys are trying to work out, are we actually interested in each other? It hurts you. It damages you to keep it on the same channel where there's so much noise. But if you can reduce the noise, clear the noise by resetting the channel, as in let's reset the environment and let's get a real good idea of whether we're actually down for each other or not. And that simply is we need to get to know each other better. And however you're going to do that, I always recommend the nature. in so, not just because I love nature, but because what else is, what's not there in nature? What's not present in nature that is present in a, in a noisy bar or in a, in a mall, in a shopping mall or in a, uh, in a movie theater or in a restaurant. Noise. There's not a lot of noise in nature. There's not a lot of other signals. Even when the botanic gardens are packed with other people, the energy and the frequency people are operating on, it's much lower, much calmer. right? So you can really get a good vibe for someone. Get a feel, get a good feel for someone, which is why my dates always lead down to the gardens, or down to the beach, or down to a secluded little uh, nook in, nook somewhere in the city where there's a couple of trees. If you're not in uh, if you haven't got a botanics near you, okay, that's what we're looking for there, and that's 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 all it is. That's all it is. Like reading the mixed signals. Number one, understand that logically, what a woman's saying does not always line up emotionally, and a lot of times sexually, it's going to be that way. You need to learn to read that and read the woman in front of you, of course, based on her comfort and discomfort. Always being respectful of that. Part two. Uh, with the signal and with noise, noise to signal ratio, you can use that if you want. Those signal ratio, I think I, actually there was something we went through before with that. There was there was a part two, I think I'm kind of blending part two and part three now. It's the same thing, which basically means that we would just want to clear that noise and reset the channel. You do those two things, you're going to be able to get through these women's, mix, uh, women's mixed signals much more effectively, efficiently. Okay? And it's not such a confusing thing at that point. Because guys always think women are so confusing. You know, she says one thing, she means the other. It feels, like, it feels like I'm always fucking it up. Yeah, you are. You are, but you're making it more complicated than it needs to be. All right? The most complicated... The reason why it's complicated is because you're not resetting the channel. Yeah. If I was constantly trying to f- figure out, is this woman into me or not in the gym? It's, it's always going to be complicated. But if I just say to her, listen, you know, we need to get to know each other. That right there will tell you. Because if she is not down, she'll, be, she'll give you the signal. She'll go, Mwah. she's like, yeah, I'm actually really busy at the moment. I'm actually got, you know, I'm trying to study, you know. She'll give you a way of letting you know, nah, nah, not, not this time. Not for you, you know. Or if she is, also keen for looking in on this with you well then she'll be just happy to go yeah 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 for sure let's do it right and then you can guys can get back on track okay so now that's kind of part one of this podcast I just wanted to hit you guys with those straight tactics now we're going to get to this email that's why I've been checking my phone because I want to get to this email uh, we've got a very deep email here very very deep email so I want to take a pause I want to take a pause and just say hi some of you guys in the chat, uh, 34, had a message retracted. Justin H says mixed signals when she asks you in quotes, will I see you again? As you're leaving her place, you say yes. And she goes to three days later. All right, Justin, I will, we'll, I'll leave that for the Q and a section. Thank you for dropping that. Uh, because we've got to dive into the main context for today. That's a good question. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, and we'll make that part of the class, actually. Uh, Renant34 comes in saying, rather than scripted direct approaches, what is the mindset needed to secure dates with girls you see around at a big university? How do you overcome any insecurities, anxiety, on being genuine? Okay, so that's another good question I'll address in social Q&A when we get to the Q&A section. Renant, However, you've already got, dropped a big red flag there, which is if you're doing a scripted direct approach, you've already fucked it. So we'll get to that later. Anyways, we got a real... This is the where this question came up. <laughs> so I was just looking at it. It tastes like a woman. <laughs> okay, Jesus. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Uh, <laughs> You guys can't see that. Okay, basically, uh, this i just got a text with this uh, this woman saying, ha-ha, my partner is going to be very perplexed by this message because I told her I sent her the sexual energy track. Yeah, I kind of thought about that when I was typing that text. Whatever, it is what it is, though. It is That's what it's called, the sexual energy track. Okay, never mind. Anyways, getting back to this email here. By the way, if you guys are enjoying this content, just drop a thumbs up down below. Help support the channel, support what's going on here, and uh, we'll get this. So this is very deep. This context, uh, what do we even begin with? We begin at the beginning, but as to how much, as to how much we go into, we had a lot of back and forth. But let's do it. So T sends me an email a couple of days ago saying, "Hi Adam, first off, thanks for your amazing content over the years. I always look forward to your YouTube live each week, and of course the podcasts." Ironically, I, find my, I know I find myself embroiled in a situation that stemmed from a classic bowl approach. For those of you that don't know what it is, uh, direct, I think is what he means there. Classic. Direct, congruent, authentic is what he's trying to say. The context could get really long, so I'll try to be concise. She extended various invitations to me after our first meeting. Which, in brackets, which, as you might say, was fire. End brackets, I was lukewarm, though, and for one reason or another, we didn't connect again for a day two. Mostly from my side, but also from hers. The moment passed, and I decided I just wanted to be friends with her, and we stayed in contact. Frequently messaging for months. Getting to know her like this sparked my interest again, and we made plans to meet. Just then, the pandemic hit, and we got locked down. We messaged daily throughout this and at one point she mentions she mentions her husband. I had no idea. I had assumed she was divorced. We continued messaging though and had plans to meet. I'm pretty confused for various reasons. First off, what I just relayed, her hiding her status and then her recalling her multiple and then sorry, and then recalling her multiple invitations to me while she must have known my interest wasn't platonic. That's what he meant by classic bowl approach. He was being pretty direct, not only in verbally, but also in energy. I assume he means that as well. So what's thrown me off now is I feel like I can't be direct congruent authentic because it would spook her given her status, married status. And yet we'll soon be meeting to participate together in a sport we both enjoy. I also wonder if I'm not the one seducing, but being the one being seduced. I guess my point is I'm really attracted to her and getting to know her via petty, deep messaging. Kind of doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think what he means is initially shallow messaging, but then it got a bit deeper. Uh, I've come to like her. Before knowing her status, I was looking forward to a day two at least. But then knowing her status, I thought it would just be cool and just enjoy the experience. I feel off kilter though and don't know what to do. Suppressing the direct vibe and what I really want to do well, it's not authentic. So I'm torn between pulling the plug on our friendship because it's not what I want, and on the other hand, going forward because I have no idea what she wants. It might be the same thing as me, but getting to that point might be disrupted if I'm direct. For instance, telling her that I think she's sexy as hell and wanted to ask her out uh, if she was signal. If she was signal. Siggle. If she was single. I mean, say the word signal so much. I'm also confused by her multiple invites, why she hid her status, which suggests some other things are going on with her. That's a good point. So, anyways, sorry, I meant to keep this short, but it feels like a mess and a maze with the normal rules, director good, authentic. Um, maybe, perhaps you have some wisdom to share on either way. Thanks for listening and stay healthy. Uh, note, she's what you would describe as a MILF. Uh, I thought she was divorced. She's not. That's why I labelled this session as the MILF edition of Reading, women's, reading a Woman's uh, Mixed Eagles. Signals. <laughs> signals. There we go. Jesus. Okay. So, there's a lot of extra context I needed for this, though, to be able to address uh, T's context. So, I hit him with back with a whole bunch of questions. So, I'm going to skip those questions cause, and just get you to his responses to them. Not all of them I'm going to be able to give you guys everything for because there's a bit of privacy involved here okay uh, so I asked him a whole bunch of questions like just contextual questions and he came back saying thanks Adam I'm grateful here's a load of data below I felt like I was making headway getting my dating life together and in fact the words just do the damn thing rung in my ears when I saw her and made the approach for those of you who don't know it's a common thing I say Uh, I also because I'd asked him about how the initial approach went and we'll get to that in a second Uh, I also, until I started feeling needy about all of this, took pride in the fact that she hid her marital status, like I felt it reflected positively on our initial interaction. Unfortunately, hiding this detail ended up allowing things to run the course it has, for better or worse. Okay, so now he addresses my questions directly. So I asked him these questions. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I asked, what's, how did you guys initially meet? I need to know as a coach, how do you initially meet? He said they met through a group social activity together, didn't know each other beforehand. <clears throat> when she left, I went after her and made my move. My next question was day or night. He said it was in the day. I said, next question, direct or indirect? He said, direct intent, but non-verbal. But no, So no physical compliment, which is something he does now. What I did then was I just introduced myself and we had a lot of chemistry. And that's exactly the scenario I was literally just talking about in part one of this, this uh, podcast, which is that if you're in a group situation, gym, group sporting activity, yeah, you don't necessarily need to be extreme. You can be. You're never going to go wrong. Like it's not going to be. You're not going to make a uh, if you read the energy correctly. Being verbally direct. That's the thing. Is that it's very, very few and far between situations, unless you're so socially uncalibrated and you just completely misread the vibe, then it could backfire a little bit. But for the most part, it's not. Uh, a woman's always going to appreciate that honesty. But in the, a lot of situations, yeah, just sexual intent, direct intent uh, behind, hey, listen, we're going to get to know each other. I didn't have to tell her literally, uh, I think you are absolutely beautiful. Wow, that's always great though. You can't just go, you know, we're going to get to know each other again, which is what this guy essentially did. So I'm glad that he re- that, that tied in. Kind of perfect. Okay, we'll be back here. So my next question was, instant date or number close of a seed? And he goes, uh, we closed through a messaging app. In hindsight, I think she didn't want to give me her phone number because of her uh, status, marital status. Next question, who messaged who first after you left the initial approach? Uh, His response, I sent a message first. She replied right away. My next question where on the clock face of social dynamics would you consider yourself, e.g. 12 to 3, 3 to 6, 6 to 9, or 9 to 12? He goes, eh. in some ways, I would say an 8, which for those of you that aren't aware of what an 8 is on the clock face of social dynamics, that would be getting close to unconscious competence. He's still in conscious competence, you know, 6 to 9. If he's at 8, he's between 6 to 9, which means that he knows what he's doing and he can do it. He can do, and he knows that he can do, which means that he is he has a conscious grasp grasp of his skill set, but he still has to think about it. It's not unconscious yet, which means he's not full circle in his journey. So that gives you some context as to where he's at. And remember that. So all these questions, like this, gives you an insight as to as a coach what I need to know to be able to give someone uh, legitimate advice. You know, that's why I'm always looking for that context. So he thinks he's. He says he would roughly around eight on the clock face. He goes, I can nail an approach when I have my mojo with high quality women, my 50 eye contact, vocals, body language, etc., in some a 10 like connecting emotionally. So he's saying it varies based on the girl. Uh in others maybe a 5 like going with direct intent and nailing interaction, but then later on reverting to Mr. Nice Guy mode, and that's in a way what I did here like with this woman. I went in direct and then since I was on the fence about her, our interaction proceeded accordingly, me giving off mixed signals and eventually deciding I just want to be friends with her With her chasing me, if anything. Uh, are you, my next question was, are you currently involved with any other women? He says, I'm not. I was looking forward to doing lots of approaches this spring and summer, but now can't because of COVID. I would love to be able to. Uh, I don't like dating apps. I prefer in person, in person. I'm pretty worried, actually, because I don't know when that will be possible again. And it's taking a toll. If not, when was the last... Lo- uh, next question from me was, if not, when was the last time you were involved with a woman? He goes, it's been a while, months, pre-lockdown. I'm not sure if he means it was months before lockdown, but I think now reading it back, I think that's what it means. As in, he hadn't been involved with a woman months pre-lockdown. But there was a full stop. So uh, anyways, it's been a few months, at least. Uh, uh, and then I asked him what city he's from. I'm not going to say that, but he's from the U.S., he then says, oh, and I do feel super needy, scarce, thanks to not being able to approach other women, bring other women to my life. Huge red flag. Huge red flag. So that's the first question I want to get from you guys. That's the question I want to ask you guys about. So for those of you that are currently in the chat right now, class is in session. So we'll get to I wanna, these Q&As now. I want responses from you guys in the chat box. I don't want you guys just in there in shrimp mode. Let's get it based on what I just said, based on what he just said. Because that's not the end of the context, by the way, but it's a good, good moment to take a pause here. When he says, it's just a good opening. It's a good warm-up for you guys. When he says, I do feel super needy slash scarce thanks to not being able to approach other women, bring other women into my life. It's a big red flag. I want someone in the chat box to tell me why. Hit it up. Those of you in this live chat, drop it below. Why is there such a red flag? To feel super needy and scarce, thanks to not being able to approach other women, bring other women to my life. What's going on there? Think about it. Think about that situation. Renard comes in with the first response saying, You can control wait. You can control that, of course. Mm, um, give me a little more specifics. Control what? You can control what? When, when someone says that to me, based on the situation, especially the context of this situation, we're looking at a guy that hasn't been with a woman for at least a few months, right? At least a few months. And was previously, you know, he's eight. He's consciously competent. So he's, he's on eight, eight on the clock face, which means that he's quite used to the repetition and the exercise of seeing an attractive woman and being directed for being congruent and authentic. And that's very addictive, but then to come at me with, I do feel super needy and scarce thanks to not being able to approach other women, bring other women into my life. Hmm, what's going, what's, what? just warm up here. Warm up. We've got some responses here. Good, let's have a look. Uh, nice Mac says, no abundance. Yes, Nice Mac, you're very, uh, man, a few words, but I understand we'd say that yes, that he's, taking, he's, opti- he's actively choosing the scarce mentality. So no abundance. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I don't want to give you the answer for it because I will give you guys, I'll, I'll give I always clean it up, but always be as specific as you guys can be. Uh, PT coming in here saying feeling needy. He'll want to pedestal her. <laughs> Very good. Very good. PT. I like that. Here we go. Now we get some more specifics. So yes, because we're looking about the consequence. Obviously we understand being scarce and being needy is not, we understand, We all understand. That's not a good thing, but why? Why is it not a good thing? What does that do to a man? What does that do? What does that mentality they said do? And what PT's just hit us with, he will want to pedestal her. Yes. Yes. The reason why that's so good, because there's always an answer. The answer is always already there in my mind. And I'm looking for a key word that one of you might hit. Pedestal, key word there. Because you guys, we have not finished the context. His emails have not finished. But You can see how much depth he's gone into for this one woman. There's so much more to get into though. So I want to, that's why this is a great warm-up. That's why I parked it here and I didn't, and I want to get these answers first. So great, great. Good to see you tuned in there, PT. Ski, Mr. Mr. Yep comes in saying, she'll be able to feel the neediness from his behavior. Yes, yes as well. She'll be able to feel that. And what is that? And then Ski's point there, what will that do to her? So PT's coming real good because he's given from his 50. He's killing coming in from the killer from his 50, which means that if you're feeling super needy and super scarce thanks to not being able to approach other women and bring other women into your life, from PT, he said, well that's gonna make you want to pedestal the one girl you are actively see or about to see or on the precipice of seeing. Bang. Great. Then you flip the perspective. Ski's coming from the female perspective now from her perspective. That she will feel his neediness, and then the onflow, the onset, is that more or less likely to turn her away from him, if he continues acting this way, thinking this way? Very good, very good from both of you. You both, you both hit uh, the keys from both perspectives. Now that's not it though. That's not it. We've got a lot more to get into here. Justin H also came in saying he's valuing the fruit over the process. mm Hmm. And then Justin comes in with a nice humbler. A nice slice of humble pie right there. Yes. Yes. And for those, again, for those who are uninitiated, I hate having to say this, what Justin is saying there, he's not referring to the woman as the fruit. And neither am I. He's referring to the validation she provides as the fruit. That is the temptation. That is the get. The external get. He's valuing that validation that he gets from uh have bringing new women into his life right yes great great humbler there great humbler so great to see you guys are engaged that's the first question and you guys all did uh renant you're the only one there that i would say just be a little more clear be a little more specific but the rest of you oh same as nice smack you both are a little aloof but uh, the rest of you good job okay so moving on with this context we ain't done here we ain't done here Let me just pick it up. So, he continues in his email to say, this whole scenario is really bizarre and uncomfortable. To be clear, in my opinion, she liked my approach, a spark was lit. And that's why she hid her status. See, we haven't even tapped on this mixed signal of the marriage milf thing yet, but we'll get to that. Uh, there were many opportunities for her to disclose it. This is really key. This is a really good part, because I've, of course, read this already, because uh, I've had back and forth of him. Just really dial in here. Really listen to what it, this part of his message. To be clear, in my opinion, she liked my approach. A spark was lit, and that's why she hid her status. There were many opportunities for her to disclose it. In brackets, and in my experience, women typically do so much earlier. Like in the first interaction, I I resound that I hundred percent resound that. Typically, when a woman is when she's engaged, when she's married, and she's loyal to that, she lets you know right off the bat. Right off the bat. And when I say right off the bat, in that initial interaction, if not in the first 10 seconds, definitely, unless she got absolutely bamboozled by how amazing your approach was and then just woke up towards the end of it and go, fuck, you know, because it's getting deeper now, you want to lead to that instant day, you want to lead to that, that coffee in the garden, etc. And she goes, fuck, I can't do this. Then it might come towards the end, but she got a little bit bamboozled. But for the most part, girls that are super, super loyal, they mention it right off the bat. So I completely agree with you T, you've definitely got that correct. He then goes on to say, she didn't, but she didn't disclose this. And she also used I, I, to describe events that should have been we. Like made it seem that she was traveling solo to certain places, but when she was with her husband, I later figured out that's key. That's key. This, this, this is so key. So you start to see now that with all these details, that's why I had to get these follow-up emails because now is the, the, the width, the breadth of conjecture is getting narrower and narrower, but especially with that little bit there, which I really want you to dial in there. Continue on. There's a lot of other stuff like this. There are other examples, but it was like she was making a real effort To let me think that she was single. So now that we're planning to spend time together, I'm confused about how she views me and what she wants. Does she just like the attention and happy to be happy to have a good looking guy connect with her, but not push things into a fair territory? Is she not getting satisfied at home and is dying for me to make a move? Rhetorical questions, question mark. Because of this scenario, I read a bit about women who cheat and discovered it's not uncommon that via an accidental casual encounter like this, the flame is lit and it grows from there. I've also read that quite a lot of women cheat in order to, in their view, save the marriage. Like you get sexual satisfaction or emotional connection from someone else and that way they keep the family together. Hmm. These are all very good questions. It's also not uncommon for women to cheat more than once. She's extremely attractive, successful, and... I'm sure she's had the opportunity. My thing is I would have bowed out from the, in quotes, the get. <laughs> I love it. This guy's deeper, in my said. <laughs> I would have bowed out from the get, as you say, if I know no status. And then when I found out I wasn't am not yet willing to walk, and neither was is she, we're both getting something out of this. And so it brings me to where I feel, where I am feeling unable because of the marital to be direct. One option then would be to try and chill and just enjoy the friendship, see where this goes, reading her energy and taking where she wants to go. Easier said than done, though, given where I'm at. Another would be to just be direct, tell her that I'm really attracted to her, an understatement, I want to ravish her, so obviously there's a lot of sexual connection there. Uh, And I'm sorry she's not, and I'm sorry and say that I'm sorry that she's not single, but respect the fact that she isn't, and I feel it's best that we move on. Or just fade out with no direct explanations. Just drop out of the picture and let it go. And do my best to wait out the fucking lockdown. <laughs> uh, we're both... Uh, we're Actually, no, I can, I can mention his age here because it's actually it's quite relevant. And I haven't mentioned his name. I haven't mentioned any other... De- they're both in their 40s. I said they're both north of 30. So they're both in their 40s. She has kids. I thought she was divorced. So she's that stray mouth, bro. She's that straight meal. I I love that. I love that man. So, I love I love the changing context. I'm mean, well, not that I don't like you, fifteen year olds. I trust me. I'm there. I'm riding for Mason. I'm riding for Mason as well. But it's great to hear context from a forty year old as well. Forties. I don't know whether that's forty nine or forty one. He just says forties. So. Okay, so we're gonna take a pause here because there's guys. There's actually more. There's actually more to his uh to him. So. Uh, so we need to take a pause here and we need to to dive we need to unpack a lot of this because this is where we're getting to the signals now it's signals Jerry it's signals okay so we're going to dive back up here and now again class is in session I'm going to ask you guys some questions I want to get I want to get your guys opinion right off the bat here right off the bat say you're in this man's situation and this is what I like. This is a classroom. This is how I run. If you guys hear here in the class, this is how we would how do it. And don't worry for uh, T, uh, and as, as, the, uh, as the instructor here, of course, I'm going to give you guys uh, what I feel is the best recommended, recommended path for him to take. But I want to get you guys involved as well. Say you're in this guy's situation. He laid out very, very clearly the three different options he's thinking about. He's thinking about option A. Just chill. Just be friends. Just see where things go. Don't put forward any form of either verbally direct or physically direct energy towards her. Still meet up with her, but just play it off like this is just a nice platonic friendship type deal. That's option A. Option option B is given. Verbally, just spill the beans direct. Right? Just tell her, super sexually attracted to you. Right, But because of the situation, you're married, we shouldn't move forward. We shouldn't do this, but I just want you to know what my intent is. You just want to clear the air of her, make sure that that she knows. That's option B. Option C, that you completely peace out, that you just don't even entertain this at all uh, because maybe things just could get too complicated. Maybe you don't trust your emotions, whatever the reason is but you don't trust the fact that you could maybe resist the temptation to maybe break up a family if it was presented, whatever. But that's option C to completely peace out. Those are the three options he's given you and given us today. What sounds good to you guys? What would you do? Drop them down, A, B, or C in this chat. And while you're dropping your responses there, I'm actually just going to just take a quick second just to think about those options and just read through his email because I'm not entirely sure that there's not an option D there. Yeah, yeah, there is an option D. Hold up, before you answer, there is an option D. There's one thing you missed out, Mister uh, Mister T. You missed out possibly the most. What I would actually put as option at least B, option A or B, if you're going to rank them. But there's actually one more option. There's the option of. Not only being verbally direct of her, telling you, telling her, like submitting so up with her and telling her, listen, I am sexually attracted to you and I understand the situation that you've got this husband, but I'm feeling that between you and I and I need to get clarity. So, I need to get clarity. I want to know how you feel. And so with that information, if she comes at you now being pushed, now being saying, Now that her back's against the wall, so to speak, and going, well, there's nowhere to run now. He's put it to me direct. He's put it to me. And I have to give him a direct response back. That's the brilliant thing about being direct of a woman. She must reciprocate that. Otherwise, you're just going to peace out. And she gives you the green light. This is option D. So you put for your direct intent. You tell her what it is. And then you ask for her response. And provided that it's a green light, that she goes, yeah, listen, fuck. I know it. I've this not you're not getting it wrong. You're not getting it wrong. I've been feeling something between us as well. I was attracted to you from the beginning and things have been a little bit drawn out, but now we spent a bit of time together. And it's like, and I know the 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 marriage thing's there as well. And and she might she may verbally in that conversation, but say the marriage, say the kids, say the husband, or she might not even mention that and just purely give you a green light in saying that I'm also attracted to you and then give it to you. That's most likely what would happen if she's going to give you a green light. Some don't give me. There would be some women, based on because he doesn't know the relationship between this woman and her husband. She could be at the brink of destruction with her husband and is looking for any way to get out. Right, that's a very real situation for a lot of women that are in their forties in a you know, ten year, fifteen year. Uh, marriage with a husband that was started off well, but it's just degraded and degraded. And now she's just, she's got this new flame, got this new flame, this powerful man is coming up and it's attractive. And so just the fact that he's voiced that direct intent, that's all she needed. And she knows that, oh, okay, if I, I, it's no longer such a risk to take a risk on this guy because he's telling me straight up. And she just gives you a green light. And so that's option D. And then the option D is that you run with it. Because he, he hasn't mentioned that in this. He hasn't mentioned. He mentioned that in option uh, B, that he was going to be direct, but then not move forward with it. Option D is to be direct and move forward with it. So I'm interested. I'm interested, my friends. What would you do? Put it in there. A, B, S, A, B C, or D? As in just be friends? A. B. Be direct, but don't move forward. C. That you're just going to completely peace out altogether. D. That I'm going to be direct, and I am going to move forward with it, provided there's a green light. What you hitting up? What are you guys feeling? Look up in this chat. Uh, Renant34 had said, the validation should be based on your sincere pursuit. Okay, that was in reference to the last, to question number one that I gave you guys. The validation should be based on your, on your sincere, sincere pursuit. Yes, very well said, Renant. Yes, that was in relation to the process we were talking about before. Romario McLaren came in saying, hey Adam, I got a question regarding the video title when it's question time. Yeah, Romario, we're not in Q&A right now. We're in class right now. This is a new section we're doing where I ask you guys questions based on the context and you guys can get back to me. So yeah, just drop it in later on. Just It might get buried, so just drop it later on. PT comes in with the first response saying option D sounds good as well as B. There's always a chance she's in an open marriage. Oh, that's a uh, that's that's a long shot. An open marriage? What do you mean by an open? Oh, okay. I guess what he means by an open marriage that he's, they are married, but they have a sexual agreement that they're allowed to uh, fulfill their sexual needs. There's definitely possible. Okay, I, I was a little harsh on you there, PT. I could see that being a real thing. It's just that it's very few and far between. It's a very few bar between. I that's a definitely valid though. Definitely an option. Uh, But PT has voiced that. He's saying option D sounds good as well as B because of the fact that there there could be something on the open end. But hey, PT, let's say it's not. Let's say it's not because it sounds like your answer is predicated on her being in an open marriage. So what if she's not in an open marriage? Would you still be choosing option B or D? D or B? Either way, I like that you've gone with either D or B. Of the four options you guys have, D or B are the are the two that you should be heading towards. And I will explain why A and C are not good options. Who comes in next? Oh, Mr. Ski comes in next saying option D. Very good, very good. It seems like PT and Ski are the most switched on here today. So yeah, we'll get into that now. Why is option A and option C no good? Option A that he gave, of just just being chill, just being friends, why is that no good? Breaks the sexual trust, dishonors the sexual trust. If this woman has gone to such lengths to indicate to you that, to, to allow you to believe that she wasn't married off the initial approach and through the initial texting as in all the evidence he gave, her using I when they should have used we, when her indicating so many different ways through different stories that she wasn't married, and it only came at the very end uh, of these communications that she's in fact married had to come out at some point, but she's made every effort to make him think that she's single, and that she's keen to meet up, and that what yeah you know, it's option A is no good because she's obviously consciously doing this at this point. This is no longer a mixed signal, Mister T. Can you please feel this? This is no longer a mixed signal. It would be mixed if she was being more aloof about it and she was mentioning her husband a lot and she wasn't trying to lead you on in that way, right? If she, she was being direct about it. But now it's like, no, it's actually become very obvious that this woman wants to at least explore the situation. She wants to explore the situation. Now, this does not mean that she wants to jump and with you right away. This does not mean that she wants to just break up with her husband, break up her family. She got kids as well, remember? That doesn't mean that's all of that. No, 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 no. But what's important is that if you were to go of option A, why well, that's no good, just be just rock up on a day with her and just kill the sexual energy. Kill all of that. Ah, breaks the sexual trust. Breaks the sexual trust and you might be thinking, but Adam, but Adam, I don't know if I want to, if I want to break up a marriage. I don't know if I want to be that witch. It's like, but... You don't. Um, you don't have to be that wedge while simultaneously killing the sexual connection. You can maintain a sexual connection with a woman while also not having to act upon it. Which is why option B is a lot better than A. When you said voicing your direct intent, voicing your direct uh, feelings towards her, but not acting upon it, you can do that. That's such. A, that's a much better option. It's a much better option. You know, I've often said to guys that if you've if you've got 10, 15 female friends from going back or whatever, or right now, and you're just not sure where you're at with any of them, if you were to go direct with all of them, say you've got 10 female friends, you don't know where the hell you are with them, and I'm saying these are girls that there's like a little bit of something, there's a a little bit of magic, a little bit of connection, but you just don't know, you just don't know. You know, time's passed, etc. or whatever, but you would like to know. You're never going to go wrong by verbally saying to these girls, hey, listen, as they go back to part one of this podcast, let's clear that noise, let's reset the channel. AKA, hey, listen, sometime later this week, Friday, Saturday, you want to meet up for a quick tea, quick tea, quick cheeky coffee, go in the gardens. Okay, so we're going to reset that channel, reduce the noise so we can get a clear signal. Get a clear signal. And then when we get there, we voice that direct intent. And then based on whether she's green light or red light, comfortable or uncomfortable, you progress. That's option D. That's option D. That's why option D is the best. And you never break the girl's trust. And that even if she's not down, which is my point, even if she's not down, she respects you. She respects you. I always said this, always said this integrity above all else, right? Integrity above all else. Even if a girl doesn't like the fact that you're in the open, uh, down for a casual relationship or an open relationship and not willing to get into a serious relationship, closed and locked. She will always she may not be happy with that and she may not want to be a part of that. But she will always respect the fact that you are honest and integral about it. Same thing here. Same thing here. If you're attracted to a woman and you rock up and you know that she's attracted to you, look, without a shred of a doubt, this woman's attracted to you. To what extent, we don't know yet, because the signal, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise in this signal. So I need you to reset that channel. Get in space of her. Get in the space of her. Right? Quiet space together. Just feel each other out energetically first, okay? And then if the comfort is there and once you've voiced your direct intent and you feel like that she wants to pull that trigger on it, you can make your decision there whether you want to be that wedge or not. But I would highly, highly recommend against being that guy that suppresses that that energy in you, that suppresses that intent. Because if you suppress that intent here, you're going to suppress that intent in other ways, your sexual connection and your sexual relationships are not confined to the bedroom. They're not confined to that one interaction you have with that woman. Your sexual energy affects all that you are and all that you do in this life. Right? This entire life is a dance between masculine and feminine energy. Yin and yang, the interplay between light and dark, it's all a polarity. It's all an opposite. You suppress it in one area, you will suppress it in other areas. So that's my recommendation. I'm just going to hit this chat back. Ski says, uh, between B and D, options B and D, it would depend on your own morals. Yeah, fuck you, yeah, Ski. On point. Absolutely. Whether you pull the trigger, because that's the only thing that separated the two. If you want to be that wedge, that's on you. That's your morals. And I don't think anyone could really judge you because of that either. We're all living our own lives. Based on this guy's life? Like, a, are you a 40 year old? Ski, Ski is, uh, 21, I think. I think Ski's 21. He might be 22. But he's 20 years removed from the guy that we're talking about right now has lived Ski's entire life over. He's lived his entire life and then again. So we can never judge someone's morality. And I I never do. That's why I've said like, there are better ways for this woman to go about bringing in a new masculine energy than to go ahead and cheat. There are better ways of doing it, but that's not his, that's not T, the guy we're talking about, that's not T's responsibility. He, he's not, he can't tell her how to live her life and vice versa. So it's very interesting, very interesting play here. Uh, Justin H came in saying, uh, option B, I wouldn't be morally comfortable being in that situation when children's lives are involved. I don't want to be a part of that situation if it goes south. Yeah. And again, that's Justin's morality. But at least he chose the right option. It's like because that's all it is. It's just a choice between. Uh, and by the way, why was option C no good? Is in never seeing her again? Because then it's like you never learn. There's no lesson. That's why option C is the worst out of all of them by just not entertaining it at all. Because there's no learn. There's no lesson. Right? It's there's much better to go through an experience, completely fuck it up, and at least learn something than to never have gone through the experience at all. In which that you just, you, 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 you've fallen behind at that point. So yeah, great, great, uh, great engagement guys. Thank you. I really thank you for your engagement. Here. By the way, if you guys are up in this chat, haven't dropped a thumbs up yet, please drop it up on this uh, video, support the channel. And okay. So we got to get back here guys. We've got more to get, we've got some more to do here. That's not the end of the emails, but th- this will be the final section before I get to the actual Q and a, uh, part of this, like we're open Q and a. Okay, i got to go into a different chat thread here. Okay, (laughs) so he goes on to say, I also realized there were a ton of red flags in that post. Not making excuses, but I was enjoying life before lockdown, doing an approach a day or whenever I saw a woman who caught my eye, like the one I met. But now, with lockdown dragging on, it's hard to think straight and keep my edge or at least try to keep sharpening it. He goes on then to say, I'm the guy who, I'm the guy who wrote, uh, for some extra context, I'm the guy who wrote you some years ago, asking if it was too late for an older guy, uh, in brackets, who had a lot of past health problems in my prime, in brackets, to get it together social dynamics wise. And you said yes, and discussed it in a potto. You were right. I think he means, and you said no. Because I've never said to anyone, it's too late. In fact, my entire ethos behind social dynamics is that uh, social dynamics transcends the physical. Um, so maybe he just had a typo there. Because, yeah, we made an entire podcast about his context in which I said, no, it's never too late. I've, I've, I've coached two 40-plus-year-olds in person in boot camp. They did amazing, amazing things on those boot camps. Uh, so he then said, uh, from my point of view, it's also true that I missed out on a lot. That's why I think he made a typo. But I wish I had learned these skills sooner because now he is learning them. Anyways, that's some more background and why I'm not so seasoned when it comes to situations like this. Stay healthy and thank you again. Now, there's just one more bit. <laughs> he then goes on to say, from what it's worth, I've chilled out today about it. My take is the lockdown situation forced the scarcity mindset on me and there's not much I feel I can do about that right now. So I feel the real problem is not that situation, but that life circumstances generally... And of course, my own perceptions of things, which probably are not that balanced or clear right now. So that's the final part I want to hit you with you guys and the final response I want from you guys before we wrap this up and get into open Q&A. What's the red flag in that? When he says, my take is the lockdown situation forced a scarcity mindset on me. Big red flag there. What is it? And then he goes on to say, and there's not much I feel I can do about that right now. Big red flag. What is it? So it then goes on to say, so I feel the real problem is not that situation, but life circumstances generally. Red flag again. Three red flags in one paragraph. In one message. The ultimate three red flags. What are they? Now, for those of you that are new, and maybe just listening along, because I realize this is a live session, but a lot of you in Europe listen to this in post. If you don't know what red flag is, When I say red flag, what I mean is that there's an issue with what he said there and that there is a delusion and that there is an egoic egoic attachment to something. And I want you guys in the chat here as we're... This is the final piece. Stay with me here. Stay focused. My take is that the lockdown situation forced a scarcity mindset on me. Huge red flag. Huge. Okay, PT comes in with a first response saying... Those sound like limiting beliefs. Very good, PT. They certainly they certainly are. And PT, who imposes those limiting beliefs? Who imposes those limiting beliefs? Hit me back with that. Ski comes back in saying, should have been quieter with that. Ski comes in saying, uh, not taking responsibility for his life. Bang. Bang. You're both, you're both on. PT, hit me back. Uh, Ski was more specific so I don't need any more follow up on that that's just on point but PT uh, I want to ask you who imposes those limiting beliefs well that's, that's going to be a nice little wrap up to this but yes T when you say my take is the lockdown situation forced a scarcity mindset on me no you did you are 100% responsible for your mentalities your mindsets your actions 100% responsibility the lockdown situation, let me flip it for you here. The lockdown situation for me has made me a more abundant, put my mentality in a more abundance mentality. I've been getting so much more creative with the women in my life. I've been, for example, that ludicrous I mentioned the other week, that while I can't be uh, going out and doing the regular dates, or I can't be going out and regular meeting, meeting the regular girls, you start being more creative. With the girls that you currently are seeing. And that's why my mentality is completely opposite. Focused on what I do have, what I can work with. But you're focused on what I don't have, what I can't work with. Can you see that? So big red flag there. Do not it's I would the moment you attribute responsibility to someone or something outside of yourself, you're done. You're lost. That's game over. That is a low consciousness mentality. That is the mentality of the masses that rely upon a high level power to dictate their lives for them. If you wish to be... If you wish to be... listen. This is my... I'm sure you've seen my short film, What is a Man? And there is a part in that in which I say that we do not give in to our circumstances, but we rise in spite of them. That is what a man does. He does not not give in to his circumstances. The circumstance for you was that you were previously killing it. You were previously going out there meeting tons of different women or... Working on your social skills, or whatever it was, whatever your situation was pre-lockdown, and then you got locked down. That situation, hundred percent on you. You're responsible. Yeah, of course. There are only certain, there are physical limitations, but there's two sharp offs. There are physical limitations, of course. None of us have been going out and meeting a high volume of women, right? And I know for I know for ski in this chat, hey, we all we're all dealing with the same thing. He was also messaged me about how it's been tough. It's been tough. And it's tough for a lot of guys. I, as I spoke about this in a previous podcast. It's tough for people that are used to taking action to be curtailed from taking said action. But getting into the mindset that the situation forced a scarce mentality upon you, big red flag, you accepted, you chose a scarce mentality, not the other way around. Never get that twisted. Okay. Because there are just as many options, uh, examples of the opposite, in which that even for myself, lockdown hits. That's fun for me. Lockdown hits. I'm gonna do some creative shit. I'm gonna start planning different types. The idea of a Looney Tunes date off my VHS tapes had never occurred to me until lockdown happened. Why? Because I'd never been searching for my Looney Tunes tapes. I would have only searched for them because of the fact that I was that I have to find that creativity. Right? Something as small as that, man. Uh, oh, also, uh, sending voice messages to girls. I never used to send voice messages to girls on the gram uh, to be setting up dates. But I, d- I just experimented with that. I experimented with that. And it goes down really well, actually. Just instead of sending, uh, we should. Instead of sending the typical uh, texted one, just a quick voice message while I'm, while I'm in the supermarket. That's been going down real well. Something that I had never really occurred to me. But pre-lockdown, because you just, these things pop up. These things pop up. You can choose an abundance mentality, a creative mentality, a mentality in which that, nah, not scarcity. Nah, let me do the best I can with what I have. Okay, get back into this chat here. Uh, Ski says, attachment to the I, things happening to me. Yes, very good. Yes, that's self. That self, that capital S self, attachment to that. PT says, yes, it's himself. Good. You guys are on the same wavelength. You two are vibing well together in this session. Yeah, it's the the limiting beliefs all imposed by you. Let's get back to the next one. Let's let's move to Oh, hold on. Justin came in saying that you're 100% in control of your actions slash emotions. Yes, Justin. Blaming your actions or on external events limits yourself. Yes. How can you act freely? When you're blaming everyone else around you. Those are heavy chains. Very heavy chains. So, the next very good guys. So, moving on to the final part here. When he says, I feel that the real problem is not the situation, but lies. So, oh, we kind of addressed. We, we addressed it all in one bat in that little rant I just went on. So, yeah. Actually, well, that's it then. That's it. So, let's summarize this up. Summarize this up for Mr. T. We'll, we'll, we'll run this back up here. Okay? We all We all agree. Either option B or option D. That with this situation, with this woman that's sending you mixed signals, those signals are no longer mixed. Based on what we've read out here, based on what we know about this woman, based on about everything, the way that she's been acting. She wants a slice. You want a slice. And it would be disrespectful of the human experience not to get into the cake shop and at least just observe the slice. And you don't have to take a bite. But at least take a slice. At least just have a look at what this could be. What this means in real terms is that we should not waste opportunities. That it's it's uh, it's very gentlemanly, it's very chivalrous of you to consider not even entertaining the idea, not even not even wanting to enter the situation because you feel like what if what if what if. But I hate that. You'll never hear what if come out of my mouth or out of my mind. I, d- I just can't I can't operate in life that way. I want to know. I want to know and wanting to know is inherently such a good thing and never a bad thing. It's never a bad thing to want to know. Okay. You got, you got a girl that's got a boyfriend. Let's just take a different example. You got a girl who has got a boyfriend. It's more common for some of you younger guys than you. And, uh, you know, she's got a boyfriend but she wants, you feel there's a bit of connection there? I want to know. I want to know. And the best way of knowing is being direct with her. It's never going to go badly. It's never going to go badly. The amount of, of, oh, you guys, the this seems to be like an occurring thing, a reoccurring thing in which that you made a go on the club or you made a go on the street and she didn't let you know about the boyfriend, but then she just drops it on the day too. It's a very reoccurring event. And and, uh, and a lot of times it's because that's on the back end. Oh, clients. I just, so many of my clients in field, I have broken down like audios from guys that live around the world. Of girls that were just telling him, just like even though that they have the boyfriend, they want him so bad. They're just communicating through their vocals, lingering so much. Take me deeper, take me deeper, right? And that, and that whether the guy's not willing to pull the trigger on that because they're hearing the boyfriend, but they're not listening to her. And if you were to actually get go a little deeper with her, the reason why she was giving you the signal take me a little deeper, even though I have to logically cover the back end of that, yes, I do have a boyfriend. It's because they had a horrible relationship. Right? A lot of girls that I got out on the day two with and they just happen to drop the fact that they have a boyfriend and I call them up. I call them out on it. And we, you know, we'll we we'll be there in the gardens. Things got great. I think she's single. And all of a sudden she just drops the fact that she has a boyfriend. I go, hang on a second. What did you say? You have a boyfriend? And she's like, yeah. She's like, Plaid or coy. Yeah, I have a boyfriend. And I'm like, but you know this is a date. And that's something that I've said so many times. You know this is a date, right? Because it's like so blatant that she and she goes, well, yeah, but, you know, and they get all coy. They get all like that about it. You know, well, you know, <laughs> they, you know like, but you knew this is a date, yes? And she goes, ah, yeah, because you can't really say, yes, I know this is a date. Because then it would be obvious that she lied about not having a boyfriend essentially. Which wasn't... Forthright about it, so you know you know it's the day, right? She gives that ligger and all you have to say at that point is, "Well, hey, listen, you just find out. I want to know what is what's the deal of your boyfriend? What's the situation for this Mister T here? You get out with this, I whatever he's somewhere in the states, but you guys, I'm pretty sure a lot of places in the states are starting to open up a little bit now. Obviously, based on your city." obey your government's um, guidelines of course all, all that red tape but when you guys do actually get into a sexual space together when like I said before at the beginning of this podcast clear the noise reset the channel when you guys get to a new channel okay, when you go out on the date that's all you need to do with her is just take a slice and observe let's see what it is uh, you don't know the relationship with her husband they, they could be been she, her husband could be abusing her her husband could be, if not physically abusing her, psychologically abusing her. You know, abuse is not just in the form of the, like that. A lot of abuse is in manipulation. A lot of abuse is in making some, tearing someone down, tearing their self self esteem down, and controlling someone through fear. You know, you can you can inspire, you can control people, by by the very dark mechanism of fear, of just making them feel like that if you ever tried to leave this situation, you'd be in, a, in for a world of hurt. You don't know. You don't know. I want to know. And just the fact that you want to know, that that builds the trust, builds the confidence in her to know that, well, even if she can't really go into a deeper sexual thing and she, maybe she decides she doesn't want to either, once she had time to air it out and think about it with you. But the relationship is built. And this is the final thing, the long play. Guys are so short-term, so so transactory, so so about the transaction, the short-term get, in which they only play for the moment. And I don't mean that in the good way. They don't play for investment. They try to jump that shit. They try and jump that river. They don't try and build the bridge. If you were to get in this space with this woman and just say, listen, this is how I feel about you. You're a sexy mama right now. I'm very attracted." And I want to understand you. I want to understand what you're going, what's going on in your mind. Please tell me. Give her the space to unload. What's going on with the relationship with her husband? Right? Relationships built. So even if you can't do anything then and there, even if you two come to a mutual agreement, yeah, probably shouldn't, probably shouldn't, kids, etc. Let's wait on. Let's wait on. What about three years? What about in three years' time? What about in three months' time? What if she gives three months and all of a sudden decides, yeah, okay, that's it. I'm out. Man of this relationship. Who's the first person she's going to call? Oh, the guy I have a relationship with. The guy that understood me, trusted me, that I have trust in, that had the empathy to read the person in front of himself, which was me. All right, like that, that Investing, investment mindset in relationships. So key. So key. So I'll wrap that up there. And uh, this is now where I'll say that, uh, yeah, shit. Bit a time, bit a time. Not the end of today's session though. We're going to go a little bit longer. I'm going to leave the next 25. We normally wrap up five minutes ago, but because today's a special day, official release of this guided meditation, we're going to go for an extra 25 minutes here on Q&A, open Q&A. So for those of you that are new to this, any questions you have, just drop them in the chat box. I'm going to go back up to the top. But if you have a super chat, aka you want to donate to the channel, that'll get your question bumped to the top. So, but that's that time now. So for those of you that have been waiting to get some questions answered on anything in dating, relationships, social dynamics, we'll do that now. But there was one super chat here uh, from T who dropped an Australian $5. Yo, Adam, cheers for the fire potters recently. The reason why I don't think that's this T, like, is that you guys thinking, is that the T who sent me these emails? The reason why I don't think so is because it's an Australian $5 and the T that I'm talking about is in the U.S., I'm pretty sure. So I think that's a different T. But to that T who dropped the first $5 super chat, I'm extremely grateful. It just means a lot to me, man. Thank you. And I said to him, if he has a question, please drop it below. I'm just going through the chat. Can't see it. Can't see it. So that was just him giving love with that super chat. So we're going to go back to the top here and i'm going to address the questions chronologically until then so let's do it uh, let's go i know there was a few questions at the top and i oh, i do a really bad job with this i always miss them sometimes they don't actually appear if you think i've skipped over your question retype it sometimes they actually don't appear okay i'm just moving down okay yes so well, Pete had a question about: Do you think the dental exam girl from earlier in this podcast would have resisted you pulling her? I think we addressed this though, even though she was lingering. Yeah, I did address address this, but just to be a little bit sharper with it, uh, a woman will let you know when she's uncomfortable. If you if you misread the sig the sing- signal, if you misread the single, signal signal, <laughs> because I've been interchanging those two words, my brain is messed up on that uh, single and signal. If, she, if you've mess, misread it, uh, she'll let you know. She'll let you know. Okay. Jay Prime came in with that. Where do you find the guide to meditation? Address that, bulldozer.com, which, of course, guys, is coming out at 3.20 p.m. today. Bulldozer.com. Make sure you signed up to the email, sip. You get a couple free gifts. Oh, a couple gifts. One of them is free, the free track, but uh, some other special in there. Uh, okay. So Justin H. had the first question then, which was, or the next question. Saying, mixed signals, when she asks you, will I see you again? As you're leaving her place, you say yes, and she ghosts you three days later. Interesting. So Justin, I need a lot more context than that. I need to know about what you guys did that night. So he says, as you're leaving her place, and she says... Will I see you again? So did you guys have sex or no? That implies to me that you guys had sex. It's very, I, I can't imagine a situation in which a girl is going to say to you, Will I see you again? If you guys haven't had sex. She wouldn't have a reason to. Like you guys aren't that deeply connected at that stage. So Justin, uh, if you're still up in this chat, maybe give me a little bit more context, but otherwise I'm just going to ride on this. Because there's not enough context there. You'd need to send me a send me a lot more context as to indicating but this is what but in any case, if a girl goes to you in any situation, we need to understand your fifty. First. We don't understand the situation. I would have you go back over the entire interaction and I would have you systematically, as objectively as possible, go down and just observe, note down what happened, what happened, what happened. At what stage was there a trigger in which that if there was something that would have caused a riff, psh- between you and this woman that would give her a reason to ghost you. What might that be? What might that be? Oftentimes in retro, if you actually go back and try to be as brutally honest as possible and you just look at, well, where did I potentially fuck up here? You often find something that you just can't pick up in the moment. It's like I said before with that dentist girl, it didn't occur to me until the next morning that I had fucked that situation, that I completely misread her cue. But in the moment, I thought I was doing the right thing. So that's what I would look at. Uh, reasons for why a girl can ghost you. We always look at our fifty first. Always look at our fifty first, and then once we've examined our fifty and we've real, and if there's nothing, if you feel like I really did everything I possibly could have, right? You're one of one, right? You're just one of one. If you were, to, if you were to give someone like me more context and you were to tell me what you guys did that night. I'm going to be able to look at your situation and th- pick up a whole bunch of different things probably that you can't, even, you can't even conceive of. But let's say that I don't even pick up anything more and your 50 is clear, then you have her 50. Then you have her 50. She's, she's got, uh, pet dies, family member dies, loses her job, uh, gets, gets called away, big assignment comes up, exams come up, things you don't know about, things that you'll never have control over. So that's why we never really worry about that because you'd have no control over it. Just focus on you, yeah? Uh, Okay, moving on to the next question. I think Renant had a next question. Let's go. Let's find down here. Okay, yes, it was. I had good memory up in here. Renant34 comes in with the next question saying, rather than scripted direct approaches, big red flag, "Uh, what is the mindset needed to secure dates with girls you see around at a big university how do you overcome any insecurities, anxiety and focus on being genuine so we're going to break this down Renant why is it a big red flag that's you're saying scripted direct approaches because those are mutually exclusive Okay, that's too much of a nuance if you're that new I realise that's a big nuance so I need to back it up a second Let's back. I'll get. I'll re, I'll rehash that. But if you're if you're that new, what I was about to say is not going to make any sense. So your direct approach should not be scripted. It should be structured, not scripted. If you are saying the exact same thing in the exact same way every single interaction to a woman, well then, in my opinion, this was that nuance. It's not direct. You're not. you You're not putting forward direct energy. Then you're just running lines, and so you've. You've uh, married two things there. In your concept of meeting a woman, you feel that in order to be direct, you have to have a scripted way of doing that. Completely incorrect. Throw that shit out. Your direct approach should have structure, which is context and compliment, intent. Okay? Context and intent, which is that. How the hell did I get here? Oh, excuse me, miss. I was literally just at the coffee shop. I saw you walking by. That's the context. And that's always going to be contextual to what the hell you're doing. So then it could never really be scripted if you're doing it right. Okay? You take the context of the moment. I was sitting down. I was nowhere at the airport. Sitting down over there at my gate. And I saw you. Right? I was in, I was in the fucking uh, drive through I saw you driving through. And I had to pull up next to you. Whatever your context is. Okay? Part two. The intent. Okay? The direct intent. The direct compliment. While the words, I think you're beautiful, I think you're sexy, I think you're gorgeous, uh, you absolutely blew me away, I saw something in your eyes, while you may say similar words, they should never come out in exactly the same way. Every situation is unique unto itself. The pacing, the vocal tonality, the pitch, the strength, the linger, the, the duration of pause in between each words. It's all going to change based on that scenario, that woman, when you're present with her. When you are scripting it, when you are running lines, uh, Hey, excuse me, miss, I saw you and I thought you looked pretty. And it always comes out that way. Hey, excuse me, miss, I always saw you and I thought you looked pretty. Hey, excuse me, miss, I saw you and I thought you looked pretty. Yeah, that's scripted. And that's, in my opinion, no longer direct. Direct is a communication of true masculine energy. If the energy is not there, it doesn't matter how verbally aggressive your words are. You could say to a woman, hey, excuse me, miss, I want to jump in bed with you right now. But if it's devoid of actual energy, well, then it's really no longer direct because there's no meaning behind it. Okay, So I'd have to crush that right there because you should not be doing scripted direct approaches. And that was the nuance that you can't really do a true scripted direct approach because it's no longer direct at that point if it's scripted. It should be structured. Okay, to the next point of what he was saying. Uh, what's the mindset needed to secure dates of girls you see around big university? Uh, if you want to know more about this Renat, not, I have an entire podcast on this called uh, The Guide to University Game. University something. Meeting girls at university. Just type into the channel uh, university. You'll find it. It's a whole podcast on it. And the key principle behind it, which I'll just summarize here shortly for you, is net gets net. I would not recommend doing Verbally direct approaches or cold approaches at university. Super unsavvy. Why? Because these people, you see the same people. They come back to this university. If they go to this university, you are likely to repeat, see them again and again. Super socially unsavvy. So we need to take what I was saying at the beginning of this podcast and what T was doing in this email, which is that we need to use an indirect verbal approach, but with direct energy. And that's what you use in high-pressure situations, situations where people uh, are repeatedly at the gym, etc. coming back here. You need know, to be socially savvy. So anyways, net gets net. Uh, what net gets net means is that it's more about social network, which is that rather than saying to a girl, okay, so you're in the lecture, you're in, you're in fucking uh, marketing lecture and I don't know, you've been, you sit next to this girl and you guys get to talking and it's good. You're being direct with your energy, being playful, direct and grow and authentic, at least in energy. And then all of a sudden you realize, hey, we're kind of cool and I like to get to know each other a little bit more. right? A great way of doing that is using the net gets net principle, which is instead of just inviting her out, invite her to a group invitation, which is that, hey, you've got a couple of friends. friends. Right? First off, connect on the gram, connect on Facebook, whatever. And then invite her and her friends out to the market. Invite her and her friends out to the house party with you and a couple of your friends. That gets net, all right? And that if she has she has other networks within university as well. And then all of a sudden, if you've got three friends from marketing, three friends from uh, accounting, three friends from media, etc., and you get them all together and you all do something big together, and then that segues, segues you into a nice organic way to get a little bit of a deeper connection. And then finally, part three of that, doing what we have to do, which is we have to completely reset the channel if we find that the connection is there to get a nice, real, clear signal. That's what I recommend in unity. Net gets net. You build the network around each other, and especially with house parties, you've got to get some isolation, a chance to get to know each other better there in general. But rather than a single invitation... Unless it is just ridiculous. Unless the connection is so blindingly intense that you two are just going off together right off the get. Then, then, of course, you throw out everything that I just said. You could just go super hardcore direct. Of course, if that connection's there. But most of the time, those human beings are few and far between. Few and far between, you're going to meet a girl where it's just like, hey, listen, we, we need to get we need to get to know each other right now. like <laughs> We need to get a coffee right now. It's uh, a few and far between. But a lot of the time, you're going to have to play the social savviness of it, which is net, gets net, get groups together, get to know each other in a group setting first, and then start to whittle it down, reset the channels to the point where you guys can get one-on-one together. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Next question. Oh, well, he also had something, how do you overcome any insecurities and anxiety and focus on being genuine about that? By coming to the place within yourself that I only have one life. As far as I know, I only have one life. So your anxiety and insecurities, they need real world world evidence to prove otherwise. In my guided meditation that's coming out today, there's a track called Dark Energy in which I address this. And also, it is addressed in sexual energy as well, but more specifically in dark energy. And just a little teaser here, which is that, you know, we run visualizations to show you what it would look like if you didn't have that fear or anxiety. But, and that should lead you to taking action on that. But for you, you need real world evidence. So it's a place of envisioning what you would look like without that insecurity out that without that anxiety and then actually putting real chisel to the marble so if you don't even have a statue and what if you don't even know what the statue should look like well then good luck trying to go to town on marbling on that and chiseling on that but if you can envision what you would look like without that insecurity or that anxiety it's far you're far more likely to actually pick up the tools and to actually go to work on them it's an interesting point. Interesting. Sorry. Too deep for now. Too deep for now, but i got a guided meditation coming out on it today if you would like to dive more into it. So, uh, any more questions up in here? So, Romario McLaren... Uh, oh, yeah, hold up. Yeah. Romario McLaren said, hey Adam, i got a question regarding the video title when it's question time. I'm not sure if Romario is still here, but he hasn't actually dropped the question. So... Romario, if you are, drop it in. Otherwise, we're moving on. And then I think the rest of it, I don't think there's any other questions. The rest of it were you guys just responding in class to the questions I was asking you. Yeah, good. Oh, Bobby B. Bobby B is up in here saying, hey Adam. <laughs> Dropping in to say hello. Good to see you, B. Hope you're doing well. Well, my friends, uh, that's it. Well, we've gone we've been gone for an hour and fi- hour and fifty minutes here. So if there aren't any other PT says, I asked the question. What was it, PT? Oh, wait, shit. Ah, was it the question, Adam, if you see a girl? Ah, good, good. Yeah, sorry, PT, good. See, that didn't actually... What's really weird about that, because I, I just scanned this chat. PT's question then, I swear to God, your question was not there about if you see a girl approach, but another girl... Cl- Okay, I see it now, PT. Thank you for rehashing that. See, that's what happens. I look back on these Q&As and there will be questions that didn't pop up. I just didn't see. It all looks the same though on my chat. Like, like it's just all writing. So yeah, it's probably me. It's probably me. So PT, actually I did have a question. This will be the final question, I guess, depending on how deep it is. We've got about 10, nine minutes or so. PT said, Adam, if you see a girl you want to approach, but another girl you just closed will definitely notice it and, or hear the conversation, coffee shop, convenience store, etc do you still approach her? If you do or don't, what is your mindset for that specific spotlight effect? I got called, called out by a girl, by the girl I closed when I texted her later. Tried to play it off, but she wouldn't come out for the day too. Yeah. Yeah, it's burnt. So, Okay. There's, there's two questions there. So part one, unless you are drilling, overcoming your spotlight effect, that's, that's, the, that's the situation where it's acceptable. If you are consciously, because Matt and I, when Matt was still alive, uh, we used to do this. I've talked about the, the 100 feet by 100 feet, the 100 feet by 100 feet exercise. You go into a mall, you go into a place where it's loaded with people a busy night precinct where people are walking out of restaurants or whatever. 100 feet by 100 feet, okay? Just a nice big square. You set the challenge. We have to meet 10 10 people within 10 minutes within this 100 foot, 100 foot by 100 foot. And you each go and do that. So that means that 20 people in total are going to be met within the next 10 minutes within just like this 100 100 foot square space, which is, it sounds like a lot because I'm saying the word 100. It's not. It's it's not not that big of a space. Uh, and we did that to drill getting over caring what other people think. Now we don't do that every day. We do that once. We do it until we can successfully complete that challenge. And it's always, of course, being respectable, uh, being respectful, and being direct, being congruent, being authentic, right? Of course. But it's like the authenticity is that I'm trying to meet as many people as I possibly can. And I remember when I did that the first time, I was just saying, "I listen, I just had to stop you. I just want to give you this genuine compliment." I think you look beautiful, but I have to literally go meet the next person. So thank you, <laughs> right? I'll go to the next person. It's like I have to meet 10, 10 people in 10 minutes here. And only if the interaction was like, if actually, what we noticed was that girls wanted you to stay. So they'd be like, whoa, 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 Harold, what do you mean you're going to go meet other people? And I'd like, I want a challenge right here. So you're being honest about it for sure. You don't be sly about it. Mm. That was good times, real good times. So, unless you're drilling that particular thing, otherwise, I would let things steam out. If you're in a convenience store, if you're in, what was the other example you said, coffee shop, yeah, it's not socially savvy to go ahead, get an interaction with a woman at a coffee table, close her, and then as you're walking out, see another woman. VT, it's just common sense. It's not going to go down well. It's I mean, you can do it, but you're going to feel the repercussions. It's like, this is the mentality, because I know he's looking for mindset, how to pace that. The mindset is this, PT. The world's not running out of women. Women will always be here. They'll always be the next girl. They'll always be the next human for you to interact with. What this speaks to is that you're not missing out. Just because you just gone to an interaction with a girl and say you didn't even close her. But you literally just go into action interaction of a girl at a coffee shop and you see another beautiful girl walk by as you're living out it would not be the end of the world to let her walk on 100 meters 50 meters and let's say within that 50 or 100 meters she meets up with a group of friends or that's not that that should stop you but you know like it's obvious that something obvious that she, she walks into like uh, to work goes into a cab gets into a tram right? Something that would preclude you from actually doing that interaction, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. There are so many human beings in this life, and that I think the risk to reward ratio of burning the previous interaction because you approached too soon, that's just what you got to weigh up, and you learn that. You learn that. But I would always err on the side of caution. Uh, if you if you had a, if that previous interaction was good, and you learned that lesson, and you got burnt here, which is good. Uh, so to your answer or to your question directly, do I still approach her? Not not when it's within earshot or, or visual shot, like when visually you can see that. Only if I was drilling it as an as an example, like drilling it to make sure I can get over this spotlight effect, which you shouldn't be doing very often. You do it once, you get over it, you know. Yeah, and she uh, she didn't want to come out because she called you on it. Yeah, yeah, that's of course. That's not confusing, no surprise, makes sense. And to just a little side tangent, or well, it's the same topic, kind of reapproaching the same girl. If that ever happens to you, just be open and honest about it. It's like because I'm there was a girl that I approached three times, the same girl three times across like two different weeks, because uh, she just looked different every day, and just became like a running joke. But just be open and honest about it. Okay, be open, open and honest about it. Uh, good question good question PT but I would say just common sense yeah I mean it's good that you went through it it's good that you went through it and now you know so oh maybe I should wait a hundred meters or a couple minutes now some of you might be thinking but what about if it's in a mall and she 's staying in the mall yeah that's different that's different in the day that's a real thing and why in Adelaide by in small cities it's really that's just a logistical issue that you have to deal with If you go on if you go if you go on an instant date with a girl in, in a mall in a small mall, it's probably not a good idea. And she you know she's gonna be staying in that mall, it's probably not a good idea to be going and meeting other girls literally the next second. Right? You might want to take a 15, 20, 30 minute break or uh, go to a completely different location if you're out there working on your skills, right? Working on your social dynamics for sure. Which is why at nights, night is much better for that type of volume. If you want to be getting that type of volume in, it's much better to be doing it at night because no girl is going to get upset at you talking to her at the bar and then seeing another girl in the line and she sees you speaking to another girl. No, we're here to meet people. That's what what a bar or that's what a nightclub is for. So yeah, it is what it is, is what I'm saying. Do the best of your logistics and it'll be what it'll be. Okay, so my friends, been gone for almost two hours here. Almost two hours. And I thank you all so much for being up in this live chat. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, I will say this that uh, PT may dropped a comment there saying I agree with the night thing, thanks Adam no worries man, it's a lesson we all go through if you guys uh, enjoyed this content, just hit the thumbs up before you run out here, if you're listening to this and post on the podcast uh, come back, if you have any further questions follow up questions from anything we spoke on today, just drop it in the comments below this YouTube video and this will be the final thing I'll say to my friends the guided meditation eternal energy dropping today three twenty p.m. which is about three hours from now three hours 20 from now and if you're not signed up to the bowl sip just head to balldoge.com you'll receive the fourth track for free and a cheeky other gift as well but uh you know that's a huge thing it's a huge thing it's been a long time in the baking two months and it's finally coming out i'm so excited and uh <laughs> by the way for those of you that were wondering about that text that you know i read out that text that a, that a woman sent me saying Haha, <laughs> my partner is going to be very perplexed by this message. Uh, because <laughs> I said to her, Hey, insert her name, the rare alien. Let me know your email, and I'll send you the sexual energy track later today. <laughs> kind of a no context. Uh, because that's uh, that's what I was talking about. There's a there's a, uh, a cool girl that I met earlier today that I'm going to send her the sexual energy track. But that's what I was trying to say is that you guys get that for free if you sign up to the bulk sip. Um, 'Cause we got to talking. Anyways, uh yeah, I just realized how I just realized how if her partner read that, I'll send you the sexual energy check. Yeah, that would that would look a little bit strange, wouldn't it? So uh that's what that's what I was talking about before when I mentioned that in the podcast. But with that I think that's everything. I think that's everything. A lot of big changes are coming. Actually, I will I'll finish with this. Oh Sal just got it here saying just got in LaMayo. Hi, anyways, mate. Hey, thanks for at least coming in, Sal. Appreciate it. We got. I said I'll I'll stay for one minute. I just want to say this, guys. This uh, this release of the guided meditation. Uh, it's been a lot of work leading up to this. It's been a huge journey leading up to this, and there's a video I've been holding off on making, and a complete shift. And there's, there's so much. If you if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen that the previews of the new website and that there's a new podcast coming, and maybe even heard a little bit of the new intro. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of new shit coming. There's a lot of new things coming. And this is one thing I'll say, which is that some of you may have noticed I took down all of the infield content off my channel and almost all of the boot camp infield recaps. I don't have time to explain that today. It's going to be a video coming on itself, but I made that shift about two weeks ago. There's a reason for that. But this guided meditation... Uh, even though I'll need to take a little bit of time just to because I've just been working, uh, working nonstop for the last two months. Just my my nervous system is just tanked because of it. I need to take a little bit of time off once this thing's been dropped. But I will I uh, will I will keep you guys in the loop updated about what's coming next because there's a lot of there's a lot coming next. There's a lot coming next as to where this channel is going and what's coming with the new channel and all that different stuff. So. I just thank you all for being here. And uh, regardless of whether you buy the album or not, I don't really care. I'd love for you to pick up the free track though. It's only available for 24 hours for free. I'd love for you to have that for free. It's my gift to you for thanking you guys for supporting me for all these years. And uh, for anything that you've uh, given me in terms of engagement, you dropped a thumbs up, you dropped a comment, you hit me up on Instagram, whatever it is, I'm just very grateful. So, This is only the beginning is what I'm saying. This is only the beginning. And I thank you all for being here. So much peace and much joy. Ciao. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released. Now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and of all beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one on one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com, donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast uh, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to... Actually, I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way. It really just helps support the channel. And I always... Uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of q and I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you got a suggestion for a future social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here, and that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.